Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. It is Friday. Yay. It's Friday, May 19th. Welcome to the Heidi St. John slash Busy Mom podcast. Today, we're going to be tackling the topic of fear. And oh my goodness, there's a lot going on, a lot of stuff to talk about. So stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I've been getting emails from you guys lately. And by the way, can I just say, I thank you so much. I've been, I went on to iTunes a couple of minutes ago just to see if you guys were leaving reviews for the podcast and you are. So thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate it. I read every single one of those. If you haven't done that and you want to know how to do it, just find the Heidi St. John podcast at iTunes and you can go ahead and head on over there and click on the little gear shift and it will allow you to leave a review. And uh, I appreciate you doing that. Also really appreciate you guys sharing this podcast with your friends um, and just encouraging them to uh, come with me on this journey of faith and and talking about faith in the culture and what does it mean to raise children today. And I kind of want to talk about that today because, well, first of all, I am in Sparta, New Jersey right now. Uh, Jay and I have been here for a day. We flew in yesterday to Newark, and this evening we are going to be doing Fearless Northeast. So I'm excited to meet a whole bunch of new faces. This is our first event that we have held in the Northeast, and so we're excited about that. If you are in the area and you're anywhere near Sparta, New Jersey, we still have room for you. Come on out. You can register at the door. I'll be speaking tonight from 6 to about 8.30 or 9, and then tomorrow from 8.30 to 2.30. So we're going to have a great time coming out. You're going to be encouraged. If uh, if you can come out, bring your Bible and bring a friend. So I'm looking at the headlines right now. First of all, I just, I got to say, um, I guess maybe a confession. I've been thinking about this a little bit and talking to my husband and, and talking to our grown kids about how much we pray during the election. Um, you guys, for those of you who have been listening to this podcast for very long, you know that I used up about every ounce of what I would consider the little amount of political capital that I had <laughs> in the election, just praying that uh, Hillary Clinton would not be elected to the highest office in the land. And for me, just watching what was happening uh, in our country at that time, um, it just drove me to my knees. I mean, I was just, I was praying every day, uh, several times a day, often just stopping what we were doing in the middle of the day and praying for our country and praying about the election. And I think we're there again. And I am, I'll just admit to you, I don't pray as often as I should. Mostly I just get frustrated. I watch what's happening on the news and it's uh, its frustrating. And it's, uh, in some cases, uh, it's terrifying. <laughs> and, you know, we've got, we see what's happening with Vladimir Putin. We see what's happening with North Korea. We've got problems with ISIS. And what's happening in the United States? We are fighting amongst ourselves. Literally, that's what's happening. I am so ashamed of the most of majority of the media. I can hardly turn the news on anymore. We're supposed to be uh, supporting our president and supporting the people that are trying to run our country. And instead, we're doing all this infighting when North Korea is planning on building a nuclear bomb to shoot at the Pacific Coast, which, hello, I live here on the Pacific Coast. So I got an email from a mom the other day, and she was saying that she's so afraid they don't even want to have any more kids. They don't want to have any more children. They're afraid of all the, you know, oh my goodness, the news about uh, of, uh, this this man who's at taxpayer expense, Chelsea Manning, got a sex change in prison after he uh, basically committed treason and espionage against our country, and he's been released out onto the streets. I saw Franklin Graham expressing his frustration over that the other day. 
And I'm frustrated. I'm not going to lie. It's frustrating to me. I I saw uh, Tim Allen say that he was stunned and blindsided after ABC canceled his sitcom because it had too much. Uh, he's a conservative, basically. And Tim Allen said that being a conservative in Hollywood is like living in 1930s Germany. And we're certainly seeing that in the culture right now. And if you hold uh, Christian values, if you care about this country, then uh, everything that you say is up for debate. And it's interesting to me to note that the opposite uh, the, the opposite side of the political debate, which we used to be able to have conversations in this country, the opposite side of the political debate is out for blood. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And I, I want to talk about it today because... I, I feel like we need to come back to what we were doing in September and October and November, and that was crying out to the Lord. It's exactly what I said during the election. That is, hope and change is never going to be found in a president. We're never going to find a president who's going to be perfect. We're never going to find a president who's going to give us hope and change because hope and change doesn't come from a human being. Hope and change can only come from God. And it, and the Bible says in Chronicles, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and turn from their sin, then I would hear them from heaven and would heal their land and forgive their sin, which, oh my goodness, that's what we need more than anything else. And we've talked about this. I have talked about this dozens and dozens of times uh, here on the podcast. You guys know that I care about current events. I care about the culture. I'm passionate about mothering. All these things, uh, they're not uh, they don't exist independent of each other, right? They all are connected in some way. And so the more I, I see about what's happening uh, in our country and the discouraging things, even that that uh, that I deal with on my Facebook page and in social media and all that, I am reminded that we have got to be exactly who God says we are. For those of you who are listening and you claim the name of the Lord Jesus, can I just encourage you, whatever side of the political aisle you fall on, we have got to to fall on our knees and begin to come back to the Lord in prayer. Uh, if we don't, I think we're going to be. Uh, I think we're going to we'll struggle and suffer as a nation even more than we have in years past. Uh, it's amazing to me just to see the obstruction that's coming uh, toward our our government right now and things that are. Uh, and we've made incredible strides for the pro life movement. Oh my goodness, the defunding of the international arm of Planned Parenthood, which the United States has funded for. Can you guys imagine that? We are sending our money, our tax dollars are going to fund the killing of innocent babies in other countries. Amazing. It's amazing to me. And President Trump has has put an end to that by his uh, through his executive orders. It's interesting too, you know, I'm I told you guys a long time ago and when uh, when Trump was the the nominee, I was like, "Oh my word, the world's on fire." <laughs> like, yeah. You know, my guy was Ben Carson, and then after that I was like, "All right, you know, I'm voting for, you know, Cruz or whoever." I, Trump was the last man standing as far as I was concerned, and so we voted for him and we're praying for him every day. Do I wish he'd get off Twitter sometimes? Yes. But to see what's happening to him and to see uh, people going, I've never seen anything like this in my life. My grandparents would be rolling in their graves. Uh, and so we need to be praying. And more than that, I want to talk about fear a little bit. And I'm going to be addressing this tonight at Sparta uh, Evangelical Free Church in Sparta, New Jersey. So like I said, come on out if you guys are there tonight. And the Bible has a lot to say about fear. And certainly we have a lot to be fearful about in the country right now, actually in the world. A lot of people who listen to this podcast, I have a lot of you are my friends from uh, Europe and around 
around the globe. Several of you live in South Africa. We know I hear from you. I appreciate that. But there's a lot going on in the world around us, right? Um, Conflicts and persecution. Uh, Certainly, we see the persecution of Christians uh, around the world. Obviously, it's happening by ISIS, but it's not just done by ISIS. It's done in countries all around the world. It happens in China. It's happening everywhere. Um, There's economic uncertainty, unemployment, right? Disease, uh, death. A a friend of mine in the blogging community lost a a daughter in a car accident not that long ago. Everywhere we look, there are things to be fearful about. We're fearing for our our children's futures. We fear uh, for our religious liberty. We're fearing for our finances. We fear for for education and the education of our children. The list goes on and on. But what does the Bible have to say about fear, we learned that there's a lot of, well, first of all, you can't live in, uh, I, I have a book that I think was put out by Esborn. I'll see if I can find it linked back to it. It's a great book to read to your kids. Not a Christian book, but you can definitely read it and then go back and say, this is what the Bible says, it's called the what if monster. And so this kid lives in this constant state of dread. He's unable to make friends. He's unable to pursue what he wants to do because he's afraid he's going to be made fun of, or he's afraid he's going to fail. And I think um, as a woman who has struggled with fear and anxiety for many, many years, and I wrote about this in the new book that's coming out, um, I believe that God wants this generation of mothers, especially all of us, obviously, because that's God's heart. But I I think he wants this generation of mothers to be set free from fear. That is not God's heart for uh, his people. It's certainly not his heart for uh, for women who are shepherding a generation of children. And as we think about what is happening in the culture right now, and as we think about how we are responding for good or for bad to the things that are happening around us, I have to ask, are we seeking the Lord? Are we going back to the word? Because when when the Lord first started showing me 20 some odd years ago that I was going to have uh, an issue with anxiety in my life, just needing to be reminded that God was in control. And this is, this is taking me back to the email that I received uh, not too long ago from a listener. She was saying, I don't want to have kids anymore because I'm so afraid of what is happening in the culture. And we need to go Anytime we feel afraid, we've got to go back to the word. First, we know that um, choosing to allow fear and anxiety uh, control our life isn't from the Lord, right? God said, I didn't, 2 Timothy 1, 7, I did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. What does that mean? That means we go back to the word. We go back to uh, the source that we know that truth is found. And I think this is another reason that we see so many Christians in fear right now is because the culture has, and even the church uh, let's be honest. I mean, I've talked about this a whole bunch on the podcast as well. The church is denying now the authority of Scripture, which has said uh, this is coming for a long time, right? The Apostle Paul said a time was coming when people would no longer listen to sound doctrine, but they'll listen to whatever their itching ears want to hear. And we're seeing that happen in the church right now. And so what we need to do as believers is instead of choosing to focus on fear, we want to choose to focus our minds and our hearts on the truth in the midst of all this uncertainty, and we need to be committed to praying. The Bible says in Isaiah 41.10, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Psalm 56.3, When I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. John 14.27, this is Jesus. Peace is what I leave with you. It's my own peace that I give you. I don't give it as the world does. So don't be upset and don't be worried. Do not be afraid. And I think as for the mom who says, I I don't know what's going to happen to my children. I'm afraid for my children. 
we, you know, I want to just remind you just what I did a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about a similar topic that this world is not our home. We're see, we seek a city to come, right? But in the meantime, we're here to bear witness to the healing, uh, mercy, and grace of our Lord Jesus. And the way that we do that is by walking out this life in a manner that brings glory and honor to God. And we're not bringing glory and honor to God when we're running under our couches and hiding right? And we're afraid of our own shadow. And I think your children, I think about often the story of Esther, and I am I guess Esther's on my mind because I'll be talking about this tonight in Sparta. But uh, the Bible talks about Esther, which is one of my favorite books in the whole Bible. If you haven't read the story of Esther, open up your Bible. You can read that story from start to finish in about probably 45 minutes. But the the story is powerful because it opens up with um, Esther basically in the heart of the Middle East, right? She's in Susa, Persia, and she is literally surrounded by uh, people that want to kill her because she's a Jew. They just don't know that she's a Jew. And of course, there's a lot more of the story than that. But I love Esther's response. And she realizes because her cousin Mordecai tells her, listen, you were born for this. You were born for such a time as this. And I'm going to come back on Monday and continue to address this mom's question because I have uh, some more I want to add to it. But my point today is to tell you that God knew before any of this was happening, before North Korea, before a crazy election cycle, before all of this crazy stuff that we see, which really we're, we're, we're seeing wickedness being exposed in the underbelly of our country right now. We're seeing things that we've been kind of glossing over, things that have been sort of festering like mold under your refrigerator, right? And all of a sudden somebody moved the refrigerator and now what's happening? The mold is screaming, put me back in the dark. I liked it that way, right? And your children, according to the Bible, um, no matter what's happening around them, they were born for this. They were literally born for such a time as this. God knew that they were going to be here. He knew in his uh, it's in his design, in his timeline, it's history, right? His story. It's God's story unfolding. And we were talking about this at the breakfast table with our kids the other day, just the importance of recognizing that nothing that's happening around us right now is escaping the notice of God. And your children have been born for this. So rather than be afraid, I would be empowered. I would just say, Lord, you put me here right now for such a time as this. I recognize I'm going to answer to you. Our life on this earth is so short. Lord, how can I uh, bear witness to your love and grace and healing in a world that desperately needs you? And that's the question we need to ask ourselves because as parents, what we're how we're responding to the things that are happening around us is demonstrating a lot about where our trust is. And either we believe the word of God or we don't, either we trust him or we don't, either he's faithful or he isn't, either he's real or he's not. And the way that we live our lives uh, is going to speak for us. Joshua 1, nine says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Matthew 6.34 says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Don't believe me? Just look at the news. Just, you know, look at the look at the covers of magazines the next time you're in the Walmart uh, checkout stand, right? We have a lot to be worried about. And in the middle of all that, Jesus said, don't worry. Don't worry. Because you were born for such a time as this. I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. I know what's happening. Come before me in prayer. Take your, we used to sing a song when I was a kid, take it to the Lord in prayer. And I have been really convicted lately. I feel like the Holy Spirit is just saying, hey, you guys were praying like crazy during the election. Where did you go? Where did you go? 
come back to me, come back to the Lord in prayer. So everyone who's listening to this, I just want to encourage you, take your fears before the Lord. Take, please bring our country before the Lord in prayer. If you're not scripture writing with me, I want to encourage you to do that. Uh, We are writing our way through the book of James this month. And and, uh, James is like, sort of a more modern version of Proverbs, right? It's the same idea. He's he's a straight shooter. He's talking about uh, what it means to to be in trials and still trust the Lord and to know who you are and to not lose your identity in the midst of a world that can't seem to figure out who they are, right? Identity is a huge thing right now. We're going to talk about that a little bit more on Monday when I come back as well. But I want to just encourage you, HeidiStJohn.com. I'll link back to it in the show notes today, forward slash scripture writing. Get into the Word of God. You can subscribe to the blog, and I will send that stuff to you for free. There's copy work pages for your kids. Um, my heart is to just encourage you in the midst of all these things that are happening around you, that God does not change. His word does not change. His heart for you does not change. The future has already been determined. God already knows what's going to happen. And guess what, you guys? At the end of the day, God wins this thing. How do I know? Because that's what the Bible says. And that's where our trust is at. So I want to encourage you today, if you're frustrated, if you feel afraid, do exactly what the psalmist David said to do in Psalm 55, 22. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. Let that be our prayer today as we bring our nation and the the uh, the spiritual condition of our world before the Lord in prayer. Let your kids see you praying. Let them see that you trust that they were born for such a time as this. For those of you who are listening to me and you're considering having a baby or you're pregnant right now and you're afraid, can I just remind you that's not the Lord. He doesn't He doesn't work like that. He doesn't operate like that. He said, do not be afraid because I am with you, right? Take courage. God is on his throne. I appreciate you guys listening. I really appreciate it when you leave uh, reviews and just messages for me. If you have something that you want me to address on the podcast, feel free to do that podcast at thebusymom.com. We read all of those emails and are very interested in what you have to say and would love to be a bigger uh, blessing to you guys on the podcast. Also want to just encourage you um, check out where I'm speaking. You can find my schedule. I'll link back to it in the show notes today, or you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. We are currently booking MomStrong conferences for 2018. And if uh, you have an event that you would like me to speak at, I have some availability in 2018 and we're booking into 2019 right now. So uh, you can ask those questions also by emailing me, podcast at The Busy Mom, or you can email my assistant, Melissa, directly at melissa at thebusymom.com. You guys have a wonderful Friday. Put your trust in the Lord. Cast your cares on Him because He cares about you. I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.